What is happening, people, and welcome to this week's episode of the Storytime with Mo podcast. Today, we're going to talk about creating your own future, shaping your own destiny, and uh, when people do really, really well in life, when people are really successful, when people have all these crazy networks and uh, a network and web of people around them, this environment that they're in, is it luck? Are they lucky? Or are they doing something? Is it hard work? So luck versus hard work, shaping your own destiny, shaping your own future. What do I think about it? And uh, what is my opinion on the matter. Okay, so this was a request in my DMs. So someone asked me to do a video on networking or a podcast on networking and basically speak to you guys about networking, how do I do it, what do I think about it, and uh, blah, 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 everything in between. Networking is the actional process of interaction with interacting with others. Let's start again. Google defines networking as the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. So basically networking is where you deliberately go out, you deliberately meet people and you get information from them or you develop these contacts from these people because they have value, they have something that you wish to acquire, they hold this position of power or position of value or they have this information that you want. So you go out to meet them in order to acquire this, you do it to gather it, you do it to grow your social circles, you do it to leverage your position from a professional point of view or become a better professional or acquire more knowledge. I have never done networking. I've never deliberately gone out and networked in that way. And I'm quite anti-networking because if you consider value and if you consider things and the, the world and the hierarchy of something, if you consider, if you if you take a step away, take a step back and like look at that definition. I think networking is about doing things for yourself. So it's about what can I get from that person? What can that person provide me with? What information can I get from them? What knowledge can I get from them? What gain can I get from them out of from them for my own life? So it's all about me, me, me. It's all about I, I, I. It's all about what can I get from that other person rather than what can I give to that other person? So I haven't been... I haven't really thought about it very deeply until this very second right now. I've been pretty anti-networking or I've never done it. But that does not mean how how do I have all these killer contacts, Mo? Like people often say to me when I start speaking about my life or telling them about the people I know, all the things that I've done, they're like, wow, that's crazy. How do you know these people? How did you meet all these people? Like you're so lucky. Is there anything that you can't do? Like you're so lucky. You are so lucky. That is a thing that comes up. And I'm not lucky. I'm not lucky at all. Obviously, there's a small, small minority of people that Maybe they have these contacts that they're introduced to from their from their families, or they're born into incredible wealth and born into these situations and scenarios, and they come from a place of place of privilege where they're very very lucky. But for the vast majority of people that are killing it in business, slaying it in life, whatever it is that they're doing, they have created their own destiny. They have been the creators of their own destiny, and they have shaped it through their core paradigms and the way in which they they view the world. So I've never deliberately networked. I have met people through passion. I've met people through love. I've not met people through wanting to use them for things. I've met people because I have a genuine interest in what they do. And I offer them services. I offer them my, offer them value. And then because of the way that I interact with them, the way that I treat them, they want to do right by me and they want to help me out. Let's say that you have a, this, this, uh, this is like, something that applies to me as well let's say that i i had a friend and he worked in film he got a job in film 
from a from a family friend or his girlfriend's uncle or something like that. And he basically went from working in a tire shop to working on the James Bond film overnight. And you could look at that and say, oh my God, that's so lucky. Yeah, sure, there's an element of luck in it. Or you could look at it and be like, okay, so why did he get offered that job? Why did he get offered that job from his family friend? His family friend obviously saw how passionate he was about film. They saw how much he loved filming. They saw how, how good he was at it, how he de developed this career capital, how he developed these skills in filming himself out of passion and uh, how much he loved doing it. And they offered him the job because of the way that he was, the way that he interacted with the world, the, the, the things that he was doing. They offered him it. They, they got him involved. They put his name forward because of the shit that he was doing, the shit that he developed for himself, this career capital, this valuable, this valuable skill and passion that he had acquired through him fucking self, he had done. It wasn't luck. It was hard work and passion. He'd done it because he loved it. It wasn't luck that he had just stumbled into this job and they just happened to give it to him. There are two types of people in this world, right? Number one, on the on the on the one hand, on the left hand, look at your left hand right now and say this is uh, this is the first type of person. Number one, you've got these people that say everything is down to luck. You've got these people that are victims, that they've got this victims mentality. They're like, okay, uh, these people are lucky, they see the glass as half empty. These people only have an advantage because of their luck, because of the privilege that they're born in, because of the the the, the situation that they were given. They are lucky and I am not lucky. I cannot be like that because I was not born into this luck. So rather, so I'm going to sit back, I'm going to blame external factors on my current environment, I'm going to blame other people, I'm going to be a victim, and uh, none of this is my fault, it's just, I'm just unlucky. So that's the left hand, or you can take the right hand, you can be the person that realises that we are the creators of our own destiny. Sure, there are people that are in privileged, lucky positions, people that have had this head start in life, and we might not have that, we might not have absolutely, we might have nothing at all, but rather than looking at the things that we don't have, we can look at the things that we do have, look at the things that we can do, and leverage those things. We can develop a passion, we can develop this attitude, this mentality to give to other people, this genuine, genuine interest in other people's work, this genuine passion, this genuine love for something, not looking at the things that we can't do, looking at the things that we can and going balls in and leveraging everything that we possibly fucking have, trying our very hardest and realizing that we are the creators and shapers of our own destiny. So I say fuck luck. Luck does not exist unless your uh, your parachutes fail when you're skydiving. Touch wood, that never happens. <laughs> Luck does not exist. In terms of business and in terms of networking, in terms of uh, social, social hierarchies and meeting people and structure, it is all about you. It's all about your frame of reference, the way which you view the world. How do you view it? How do you see it? How do you interact with people? Are you in this mentality of giving? Do you, do you look at someone and think about what can I get from them? Or do you look at them and think, what can I give to them? What can I do to do for other people versus what can other people do for me? And there's this thing called the passion hypothesis. It's in a book that I've read called uh, Get So Good That They Can't Ignore You. And um, I'm an advocate of passion. I'm an, I'm, an, I'm an advocate of doing things that you love, doing things that you're passionate about. So at first when I was reading this, I was like, hang on a minute, like fuck this book. It's going against everything that I stand for. But it's just the way that it worded things. I, I ultimately completely agreed with it. And when something challenges your beliefs a little bit, 
is good because that's how you expand your knowledge. And the book talks about this thing called the passionate hypothesis. So people say that you should follow your dreams. People say that you should you should chase your dreams and you should go after them and you should drop everything and chase your dreams. The passion hypothesis, and uh, it goes down to this this two this, these two states of mind. I think I talked about this in the last podcast. You've got this this mindset called the passion mindset, where you follow the things that you love because you love them. You have no greater sense of purpose. You just do it because you're really passionate about it. Versus this thing called the craftsman mindset, where you're doing things because you you see a bigger picture, you see a bigger sense of purpose. And then when you start doing something, when you become immersed in this thing, the hard work, whatever it is that you're doing, you basically, you're in this craftsman mindset, you get really, really good, you develop this career capital, you develop a skill at it through this craftsman mindset. And because you get good at it, you eventually develop a passion for it because you see this bigger picture. Passion mindset versus craftsman mindset. And you're going to want to go into things thinking about what can you do? What can you do to do for other people? What can I give for other people? And then you put passion into the mix as well. You do something that you love. You do something that you're passionate about, but you're thinking of the bigger picture. You're thinking about what can I give for them? And uh, ultimately it's going to pay off. Ultimately it's going to benefit you rather than going down this like passion, passion mindset path where you're thinking about me, 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 you're thinking about I, 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 you're doing something because you want it to benefit yourself. So you're the creator of your own destiny, you shape your own destiny, and um, ultimately it's up to you. The lens through which you view the world varies from person to person. So like I always say, cup half empty versus cup half full. Some people will see a cup half empty, some people will see a cup half full. The same cup is physically there, but the lens through which they view the cup varies from person to person. And this lens is based on their past experiences, it's based upon who they are as people, it's based upon what books they've read, it's based upon their influences, and it has been developed through a lifetime of conditioning. So the foundations through which you see the world, the 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 frame of reference through which you view things, whether the cup is half empty or the cup is half full, will ultimately determine the outcome of your reality. The paradigms and the way which you interact with the world, the way which you interact with things, will determine the people that you meet, the networks that you form, the friends that you have. And it isn't about luck. It isn't about luck why some people have all these like amazing people around them. It is because of the paradigms, their core principles, the way that they interact with the world and their mentality and mindset. And you've got to get get into this mindset of giving, providing value or giving to people, not thinking about what can I get from them. And it goes back to me in the, me in the music industry, okay? So when I was younger, um, well, not, not even that young, it's probably like three, three, four years ago, I developed a massive passion for music. I started to love music, I started going to festivals, I started going to loads and loads of events, and I had absolutely no contacts in the music industry. None at all. Zilch. Zero. Nothing. I was from a small town, I, knew, I, I just decided one day that I liked it, and uh, I Within, within what, six months to a year of discovering music, I was hanging out with the biggest artists in the genre. I was friends, like I could call a lot of them good friends. A lot of them are good friends now. And I was going to all these crazy sought-after sold-out events, filming these events, meeting all these people, like doing all this crazy stuff, literally getting flown across the world to film these events and festivals that I would, would have died to even have the opportunity to pay to go to. I'm getting paid to go to. And uh, how did I do that? Was it luck? Absolutely not. On my birthday, I went to a small event and um, I had some problems with my leg. Like, as you guys know, I've lived through my leg. I had these issues with my leg and uh, I, I was struggling to like stand up because my leg was quite quite painful, quite swollen and I needed to sit down. And rather than um, the, the the paradigms that I have, the principles that I have, the the uh, this mentality of always meeting people, always wanting to speak to people, always like 
being being uh, being in this frame where I want to I, I have a genuine interest in chatting to others and meeting other people rather than going going home or rather than sitting down or I could have been like okay everyone let's go home it's my birthday let's fuck off uh, my leg hurts let's go go back and continue the party elsewhere rather than ruining everyone else's night I thought okay let's go and sit down let's relax for a little bit I'll leave my friends dancing I'll leave my uh, I'll leave my mum as well I'll leave them having a good time and uh, I will go and go and rest my leg. And again, it comes down to the paradigms, your core principles, the way that you see the world, what, what your frame of reference, what do you choose to do? So rather than sat that sit down backstage, I saw that as a guy at the side of the stage and he was sat there, he looked quite bored. And I thought like, maybe I'll just have a chat to him. Like he looks quite bored. Oh, I'll speak to the dude and uh, we will entertain each other. So I was like, hey man, how's it going? I think he was like, uh, it turned out to be, I had no idea who he was. I just thought it was some random guy. Started chatting to him, like, or shouting over the music. Obviously it's fucking loud, right? It's for speakers. And I was like, oh, I've got lymph. Started chatting to him. Oh, I've got lymph during my leg. I was leaning on the railing, just chatting to him. And I was like, oh, do you mind if I, do you mind if I sit next to you on the side of the stage? So he said to the security, like, it's fine for me to sit, sit next to the stage. So I sat next to the stage where I could still listen to the music and enjoy myself and uh, sit down and rest my leg. And I got chatting to this guy and he turned out to be I think he was like the, the 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 label manager for the record label that was putting this event on or putting the night on or something like that he, has, he, he was he was involved in the company I didn't even realize and I got chatting to him had a had like asked him about his job asked him about what he did told him about my life told him about why I'm sat on the side of a stage and why I'm fucked and how I really really just love the music and uh and and, and there because I love it and um I thought you know what like I'm good at filming why don't I? And I love, I love, love, love this music anyway. I love, I love going to these events. I pay going to these events, and I love filming. I'm passionate about filming. Why don't I film one of these events? So I said to him, I was like, Oh, yo, man, um, I like filming. I create content. Uh, I'd film an event for free. Like I pay to come to this event. I pay to come to this event anyway. So I don't mind filming one of your events for completely free. And he was like, "Yeah, sure, maybe, dude. Uh, send me an email and uh, show me some of your work and let me know. I'll let you know what I think. And maybe we can get you on and maybe you can have a go at filming something for free." So I sent him some of my work, sent them my stuff, and they got back to me. And they're like, "Whoa, like that's really, really good. We really like it. Would you like to film this next event next month?" up in Bristol and I was like yes I would so they actually offered me payment for this event because they really liked the stuff that I did I want to say that I only know about filming I only film stuff because I love filming I've developed a passion for it I've put the hours in I've ground out filming I've done jobs that I don't like in order to develop this craft and mindset and get better at it all these skills I've developed myself where if I'm going to do something I might as well do it properly I might as well become a fucking master at it become really really good at it or I'm wasting my time so you saw the video offered me like a small sum of money to film this event film this event really really enjoyed it didn't expect anything in return didn't expect any money again through my paradigm through the way that i am through the way that i view the world the things that i've learned through books i'm uh, i always try and be sociable i always try and speak to people and meet as many people as possible just because i have a genuine interest in them i think if you can speak to someone and make their day better why the fuck wouldn't you do it so i always try and do that and meet people and again it's something i've acquired throughout my life and i uh, went to this event filmed it made them an after movie and they really liked it they were really happy happy with it and uh, I didn't expect anything in return and they messaged me and they were like yo this is sick what are you doing next month would you like to fly out to Croatia for our first international festival that we're putting on and basically film the whole festival we'll pay for your flights we'll pay you to be pay you to be there pay for your accommodation and you get to go to this crazy first ever sold out festival for for free oh well they're gonna pay me to do it and I was like, fuck yes. So in a period of months, I'd gone from absolutely no contacts in the music industry to 
being pretty involved in it and meeting some cool people. I went to that event, I filmed it, and then uh, I was running around, I was filming stuff, I was working my absolute ass off to deliver the best possible thing that I could possibly fucking deliver, and then another guy just happened to approach me or started speaking to me. He didn't say who he was, just started chatting to me. I, I had this nice conversation with him, started speaking about, told him my story about how I love the music, why I'm here, because I fucking love drum and bass and all this stuff, and I, I love the genre of music, and how cool it is and how great it is, and he owned another festival. He ran a festival in Sardinia or Italy they got me involved in that and it's this snowball effect happened so through through this this one thing okay where I had a bad leg and it takes takes you back to these two types of people where I had a bad leg where I was in pain where I'm fucking crippled I could have just gone home I could have been a miserable cunt but because of this one action where I decided to speak to someone else who was sat at the side of the stage looking a bit lonely looking a bit bored rather or, or doing that rather than going home and dragging everyone home or even sitting by myself because I I put myself out there because I put myself in this situation because I generated my own destiny this whole massive fucking butterfly effect happened where I got paid to fly abroad I met all these people I developed all these contacts and it spread out and I created my own destiny because I had this mentality going fucking into it and since then I filmed this festival out in Sardinia every year for the last two years I've met some wonderful people I've met some of my best friends in the music industry like a big shout out to Unglu Josh absolutely fucking love the guy and uh, I've met countless and loads and loads of really cool people and friends that I'm going to have for life just because of that one little thing and you've got to think about this, right? The, the the only thing you're going to regret is missed opportunities. You're only going to regret what could have been. So this is going off tangent a little bit from the whole networking thing and creating your own destiny. But the pain of the pain of not knowing or the pain of wondering what if for me is worse than the pain of doing something and failing or doing something and getting and getting rejected. The people on their deathbeds, they they only regret the things that they didn't do. Their biggest regrets are opportunities that they didn't take up, things where they wondered what could have been. And I never want to fucking be like that. I don't want to do that. So I always take opportunities. I will always put myself out there. And if something scares me, I will make sure I do it. Do you, do you not think it is scary for me to take this film work or do what I currently do or invest this money or speak to this person? Of course it's fucking scary. Like we're only human at the end of the day. Like 90% of people have this fear of public speaking, this loads of people stuff from social anxiety. So it takes a brave and courageous person to do these things and step outside of your comfort zone. But you just got to realize that the pain of wondering what could have been, the pain of going home empty-handed, of wondering what what could have transpired from this is far worse than the fucking pain of doing something and failing and getting rejected. Imagine if I never, imagine if I never did, imagine if I never spoke to that one person. Imagine if I never mentioned that I did videos. Imagine if I never offered to work for free. Like my life would be completely different. I wouldn't have any contacts in the music industry at all. I wouldn't have met any of these lifelong friends. I wouldn't have gone to any of these festivals, like all these festival videos that I've made. Like I probably would have gone to a few, but all these festival break-ins, etc blah, blah 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 I did because a lot of them like I knew artists that were playing like in the in the Boomtown one for example Boomtown we broke into we blah, 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 blah. we broke into this festival called Boomtown and my mate Josh was playing I had a ticket the boys didn't but then we did this whole like elaborate breaking scheme to get them in and that never would have happened and it comes down to just the way the frame the paradigms that you live by the foundations that you put in place that the way which you you view the world the frame of reference the lens through which you view the world by that is optional that is learned that is acquired and you can view view the world through different ways it's up to you and it can be changed the good news is it can be manipulated it can be altered through reading through meditation through educating yourself you can 
benefit yourself and you can completely transform or alter this frame of reference through deliberate practice. Going back to the butterfly effect thing, it's like my mate Tom. Right now we're doing RET, Real Evolution Training. I'm only doing this podcast because I'm living with them. I'm only living with them because we're doing Real Evolution Training where we improve the lives of others, where we want to improve guys and girls physically and mentally and give them a better start in life or, or, or just generally improve their life. I'm only doing that RET of Tom because one day I saw a kid with a camera in a gym when we were like 19 years old and uh, I asked him what he was filming and I asked him if I could work in with him. I had a genuine interest in what he was filming. I got chatting to him. I was like, yo, that's really, really cool. And uh, it turned out he subscribed to me, but it was like too shy to speak to me. So if I never would have spoke to Tom, if I never would have put myself out there, if I never would have been the generator or the creator of my own destiny, none of this would have happened. I wouldn't be here right now doing a podcast and it's fucking crazy. Like I'm having this realization as I'm saying it, like how crazy it is these little things, these little traits of your personality, these little things where you're, where you pursue this opportunity, where you don't say, you don't say yes, you don't say no. Tom's phoning me right now. How weird is that? Where you don't say, you don't say no, you say yes, you do things out of fear. You do things regardless of how nervous you are and uh, you do them and it ultimately pays off. The way I think about the way the way I think about paradigms and the way I think about core principles. So a paradigm is an idea or a theory. Obviously, there's there's if you say a paradigm shift has occurred. I'm a marine biologist. I have a degree in marine biology. If you say that a paradigm shift has occurred or a or a phase shift on a coral reef, it will mean that the ecosystem state is completely changed. So you might go from this healthy coral reef to this dead coral reef. Coral reef. This dead coral reef. It has completely changed. So when we're talking about paradigms, it's the it's the way or the the, the way which you the way that you view the world the principles the this this thing this ideology that you have and it comes down from it comes from I think it's Greek and it's originally a scientific term used to describe things used to, used to describe theories when we have these paradigms when we have these pre-existing ideas they determine the outcome they determine our frame of reference they determine the outcome of our lives and how we're ultimately going to see the world and how how our lives are gonna our lives are gonna pan out but you can cause a paradigm shift. You can change your paradigms and you can alter it. But you've got to go to the foundational level. You've got to start educating yourself correctly. You've got to start reading books. You've got to start doing these things and really making a conscious effort to alter the foundations to your psyche, the foundations to your personality. It's like planting a seed. You have a apple seed and you plant this apple seed. You plant it in the ground, but you hate apples. You want to grow a peach. And uh, you plant this seed and then the seed grows and it grows into an apple tree and you wonder why a peach hasn't grown. And it's because of the, the foundation, the core thing at the, at, the, at the beginning, the thing at the start is incorrect. The core principles of the of the seed is wrong. It's not the right seed. And the same thing comes down down to our mindset. The same same thing comes down to our our frame of reference. The way through which we we view the world. I encourage you to read the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The book is basically on this. It's fucking great. One of my favorite books. And it just means that we've got to change our core principles, change our frame of reference, change the way which we view the world, change all these things that we've learned and acquired throughout our life. These negative traits, if we want to make ourselves into something better, and if we want to start generating our own luck and our own own destiny. So people see the world the way they want to see it. Some people are always going to say that you're lucky. Some people are always going to be like, this guy's had everything handed to him on a plate. They're always going to be negative and those people aren't going to get anywhere. Those people are going to be doing the same shit. They're not going to take control of your life and uh, they're not going to take responsibility and they are not going to do the things that they want to do because they blame these problems on external influences. They blame their shortcomings on other things because it's more easy to deal with. It's far easier for your mind to be like, oh, 
This is out of my control. It isn't my fault. It makes them feel less guilty. It makes them feel better. And it is fucking laziness for someone to say, okay, this is my fault. The situation I'm currently in is my fault. I don't have these connections because of me. I don't have this money because of me. That is painful. It hurts. And it takes courage to admit that the situation you're currently in is because of yourself. You are the creator of your own destiny. Take responsibility in order to take control. And you first need to just realize that, that you don't have these contacts, that you don't have, that you're not in this position in your job. You you didn't get this promotion, you didn't get this raise because of you. It is your fault, it's your paradigms, but you can fix it if you admit responsibility for it. When you meet these people, when you do this quote-unquote networking, when you think about what you can give to other people rather than what they can give to me, when you offer to work for free, offering to work for free, some people say don't do it, some people do do it. I, everything I've started, I've started doing for free. Uh, YouTube, I didn't have any intention of making money for it. Everything that I do now, I, all my income is from things that I have offered, but I've started off doing completely for free and I've had no expect, expectation in terms of making money from it. I've done it because it's interested me. I've done it because I've wanted to master it. I've done it because I wanted to get better for it, better at it. I've done it because I've been passionate about it or I've done it because I've embrace the suck, I've thought of the bigger picture, I've thought about what could I provide, how is this going to benefit other people. In terms of filmmaking then, I've always thought about making films and I've wanted to make films because I've wanted to make films that make people feel how films have made me feel. I wanted people to be inspired, I wanted people to be motivated by his videos, and I've wanted to make people feel the same way. So I've had this bigger reason, this larger sense of purpose, and then I've started doing it, I've embraced the suck, I've put all these hours in learning how to do it, and then I've become passionate about it. I've developed this deep love and fucking passion for it, and it has put me in the place that I'm, I'm, I currently am. So I've met these people through doing the things that I want to do, doing these things that I love doing, this passion, but I've always had this bigger sense of purpose, so so it isn't the passion hypothesis. It comes down to this craftsman mindset where I know I might not enjoy it. I don't enjoy everything that I do. I don't enjoy editing all the time. Quite frankly, I fucking hate editing. Very tedious. And uh, sometimes I, do, I love it. Sometimes I hate it. But I always have this bigger sense of purpose which drives me through and pushes me through. So when you start to meet these people, when you start to get into this mindset of give, 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 of giving value, if you're giving things for free, you, should, you, should, you shouldn't be worrying about giving things for, things for free. You should be in this mindset of the service I'm providing to these people is so good whatever it is whatever i'm offering them that i that you may or may not want paying for ultimately is so good that they are going to see it and they're going to offer to pay me because the product is so good and if you have this doubt in yourself where oh i don't know if it's good enough to get paid or you're from this place of scarcity because you're you're worried it's not good enough then you shouldn't be fucking trying to charge people for stuff because it is shit. So you should come from this place of abundance. You should have this confidence. You should have to develop this career capital where you're good enough at something already in order to offer it for free and not worry about whether or not they're going to want it because you're pretty sure they're going to want it. And if not, someone else will. You develop this valuable, this valuable asset of valuable skill, this career capital. And, um, Going back, going full circle, uh, you, you want to give, give, give to people. Give, give, give. Think about what can I do for other people? What can I give to the world? Think about why am I doing things? Not what can I gain from this interaction? Don't black and white network where it's like, oh, what I want this from this person. I'm going to use this person. There is nothing that turns me off more than when someone messages me and they just clearly want something from me and they're trying to sugarcoat it. They're trying to lie about it. They have no bigger sense of purpose. It's not even like they're like, oh, I want to use. If someone said to me, I want to use you for clout. 
I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really mind. For one, I'd respect their honesty. If someone says, I want to use you for clout because I want to use to grow my YouTube channel and I have this vision where I want to do this or I want to inspire others, I'm like, okay, that is fucking cool. You, you, you use me for clout, for clout. I did a podcast the other day on someone's channel. Um, I'll put a, put a link on my Instagram when it's up and I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it because the guy was a lot smaller than me. I was probably, I think he had like 20% of the followers, 10% of the followers that I do. It wasn't as successful, but I thought, you know what? Like, I'm not going to turn this down. I'm going to do it. I'm going to help him out. I'm going to put myself in his shoes and I would want me to do it if I was him. So I'm going to do it because I'm going to fucking help it out, help him out. I'm not, I'm not going to say no to an opportunity. I'm going to help him. I'm going to give him value. I'm going to get you guys to listen to, listen to his shit because, because he's, he's, he's doing a good thing. He's doing it for a bigger picture. He's doing it for a bigger sense of purpose. He's not just trying to use me for something. And I respect that. It's integrity. Integrity is everything. I see it and I respect it. So once you start to give value to people, once you start to develop these contacts, once you once you put yourself in this situation, once you get into this mentality of cut half full, give, 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 what can I give for other people? I am passionate about this, developing a love for something, sticking it out, becoming good at it. You will, you will, you will start to meet other people. You'll get this thing called the law of attraction where you, you surround yourself in in one social circle you surround yourself in you, you surround yourself in a social circle you meet one person you get a step closer to where you want to be the environment that you want to be in and because you're there because you're hanging with that person you'll meet other people indirectly you'll meet other people that have these desirable traits other people that can lift you higher other people that lift you lift you up and inspire you and you will develop the develop this this social circle you will network you will develop this better environment through the law of attraction and through your core paradigms and principles and how you view the world and your frame of reference. So you want to plant the seed, you want to plant the correct seed, you want to have the correct foundations in place, you want to have the correct core principles and the correct frame of reference and you will be surrounded by the right people and then you will attract more of those people through the law of attraction. That is my take on networking, meeting other people and uh, luck versus hard work. Do people create their own destiny or is it luck? And as I said, it's creating your own destiny. It's about doing things, being courageous, having integrity, doing things for the right reason, providing people with value, doing things out of love, doing things out of passion, doing things with a larger sense of purpose. But yeah, creating your own future that was episode God knows. Uh, if you like the show, guys, drop it a, drop it a, can you do likes? This is how uneducated I am in podcast. Drop it a five-star rating if it's on iTunes, whatever platform it's on. And uh, it really, really helps me. It pushes the podcast. It lets more people see it. You can follow me on Instagram at Mo Samuels. Check me out on YouTube at Mo Samuels as well. If you guys want to know anything on mindset, fitness, blah, 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 whatever it is. Uh, we've got a site called RET where we answer all your questions. We're really, really pushing the mindset stuff. We have a star system program on at the minute that is going absolutely fucking wonderfully. If you guys or girls, guys and girls are part of that, um, you're smashing it. You're absolutely smashing it. But you've got a two-week free trial on that. So if you want to check it out, again, free. Like, I don't care if someone... A free trial. Like I put a free trial on the site because I know what we're doing is a great thing. I know that it's going to benefit your life and benefit the lives of others. And if someone, if someone invests their time in or, or wants to improve themselves, they will find it greatly beneficial. So I don't mind giving away a two-week free trial on the site. RET, like I said, two-week free trial up now. But anyway, guys, yeah. 
Um, that was the podcast. God knows what number it was. I'm going to get outside. I'm going to catch some rays. I'm going to do some work. I'm going to edit this and I'm going to absolutely smash the day. You do it too. Read books, meditate. Brendan Bachard, that's it. The uh, High Performance Habits is a book that he wrote and his podcast is called The Brendan Show. He said something in his last podcast. I'll give you guys one more thing, okay? Podcast that I listen to is uh, the Jocko podcast, the Jocko Show or something like that. Uh, Brendan Bachard, the Brendan, the Brendan show, um, uh, the art of charm, and what's the other one that I listen to? The School of Greatness. Those are kind of the four main ones that I listen to, and Joe Rogan, obviously. And um, in the Brendan show, he said meds. So he used this acronym called meds, and that is about being, it's his thing, and it's M-E-D-S, meds, and that stands for meditation, exercise, diet, and sleep. That Those are the Four things, M-E-D-S, four things that you need for high performance, four things that you need to do well, and four things that you need to focus on for happiness and to smash it in life. So I'm ending this podcast on MEDS. Remember that acronym and uh, follow it, do those things, consider meditation, consider exercise, consider diet, consider sleep, and your life will be great. And uh, yeah, smash the day, boys and girls. I'll stop blabbering on right now. Peace out. I love you to bits. Thank you. Good night.